praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm looking forward to this. Um, we're glad for everybody that's here. Amen. And everybody that's watching. And uh, I'm sure that we're going to be blessed. This lady that is coming up uh, tonight is a dear and personal friend to Candy and I. Her and her husband, uh, they have been with the Family Prayer Center for many, many years. Um, I think you guys, was it, did you first come with a Dave Roberson meeting? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you remember how long ago that was? Uh, Eighteen and a half years. Eighteen and a half years ago. So they've, they've come and they've stayed a while. <laughs> Hallelujah. So praise the Lord. That right there is a as a monumental accomplishment <laughs> praise god 18 and a half years and so it was birthed during a dave roberson meetings here at the church so these are one of these elders that uh has just proven themselves through the years and we're so glad to bring marcia johnson on in just a moment she and her husband together serve as uh, coordinators, but really as pastors over the state of Florida for the ministry of the tribe of Judah motorcycle um, ministry. And that's a nationwide, a worldwide ministry, really. But uh, they are the presidents of Florida and they look over a number of different chapters. Uh, Marsha is a, I said this morning, graduate. Were you a first or one year or two year student at uh, Rama? One year, 1980. I yeah, so she was a one year student at at Rama Bible in Tulsa and uh, has ministered a lot through the years. One of our ordained elders, her and her husband here at the church. I can tell you this an intercessor, an incredible intercessor. She's one of the, the people that you want to contact because. She won't do a two-minute or a one-minute prayer. She will definitely go to bat for you. And uh, she not only is an intercessor for this church, but I know that she's part of another um, intercessory group that meets on a weekly basis and prays several hours um, for a number of different reasons and uh, purposes and, and, and lifts up our president and a lot of different things. So um, here's a person that we really want to listen to and hear what they have to say. Amazing enough, um, every single one of the elders that have spoken so far have mentioned either you bringing your blueprint prophecies or at least had something to do with that. And I haven't told anybody, you know, you probably should mention this or lean towards this. It's just another wonderful uh, sign for me to know that we're speaking the same things and thinking the same things and uh, the Lord is saying to us to continue to pay very close attention to what he said to us in the past so thank you all for being here and uh, let's give Marsha a great big hand as she comes amen well it's good to be here tonight and I just thank God for this opportunity to share because God is number one. He has to be number one in our lives and him first and then comes our family and then all other things fall in line and it's so important to 
have that personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And I just thank God for where he's brought me from. And, and then I thank him for where he's going to take me to. Because I'm on the way. <laughs> you like all of you. We're on the way in God. And we're always adjusting and changing and being all that God wants us to be. That should be our heart's desire to just be all he has for us to be. And he'll lead us and guide us and direct us as we spend the time with him. And that's what I want to share with you tonight is like in the blueprint prophecies. It's prophecy number five. Uh, in the prophecies and it was the one on intimacy and um, because in that prophecy itself 11 times God said come away with me 11 times in just a few paragraphs that he said come away with me Give yourself over to me, it says in there. And I just encourage you to go over these, and, and they're on the website. If you don't happen to have a copy, they're on the website at bronkflint.org where you can go in there under prophecies and get these if you don't happen to have them now. But um, in that first paragraph of that prophecy, intimacy is the hour you live in. In the third sentence, it says, The cry of heaven is for you to come away. Come away with me, says the Spirit of grace. To you who are hearing this cry, to you it feels like there is a desire inside of you. And God wants to take you from that desire of being with him into a deeper place in him and I've been in many different healing lines and many different meetings and everything and I know I receive from God because of the heart and that's for all of us it's our heart where is our heart at is our heart not just our mind it's not going to work if it's just the mind thing because I remember when I was 16 I at that time, uh, they showed Billy Graham movies at your local theater. And so I was 16, and so I decided just to go. I went by myself to this Billy Graham uh, movie at, at the local theater. And I was in there, and at that time, at the end of the film, then they give you time to come down and accept the Lord and all that. So I did do that at that time but I always talked with God even from a child but then it wasn't until I was in my early 20s I had one child and my life was not a life of Christ I was into drugs and alcohol and things like that that I just went down a wrong road but God but God it was January 15th in 1975 then that I cried out to God in my kitchen and I said, God, if you're really real, I was raised up in church my whole life, but if you're really real, I need to know you. Here I am, a drug addict, an alcoholic, and I said, and I have a little girl in the next room taking a nap 
And God, I don't want to raise her like this. And God, if you're really real, show me that you're real. Of things that I've heard about you. That very moment, I got saved. I said, God, I just sell out to you. Right there in my kitchen table. And God instantly delivered me of drugs and alcohol. And he said, get up, go flush all your drugs, and dump all your booze. So I went to all my places. <laughs> I know that might be hard to believe about me, but <laughs> you go to all the places and stashes and you flush all the drugs, you dump all the booze, you know. And I just thank God and I just wept before God because a real change came. And it was years later that I asked him, I said, God, I went forward at a Billy Graham movie when I was 16. But I said, but man, in those years from 16 to whatever I was in my early 20s and 75, I said, I went down a road of drugs and alcohol and just devastation in my life. And I said, why wasn't there a change then? There's been a change now because it, I had been a few years old in the Lord then. And this is what he explained to me was that he said, Marsha, when you went forward at the Billy Graham movie, he said, you did it because you got head knowledge that you needed to be saved and you didn't want to go to hell. So he said, you responded to that. But he said, it wasn't until your kitchen in 1975 that you really called out to me, sold out to me from your heart. So that's why earlier I said, it's got to be from the heart. It can't just be from our mind. You know, it's how much we go into God is all on us. We can't put it on anybody else. We can't say, well, my mama didn't teach me or my daddy didn't teach me or this pastor offended me or this person did this to me. Who cares? That don't matter. The only thing that counts is you and God. It's a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. It's personal with him. I had a lot of tragedies in my life, and I know we've all had things, but I've had things from a little child, from an infant, all the way up of just hellish things that I went through. But God, yes. but God, but God. And here I am today loving Jesus, serving Jesus, doing all that I know to do to press into him more and more. And that needs to be all of our heart's desires. To forget the world, forget what it can do, and go into the word of God. Because it's the word of God that will set us free. It's the word of God that cleanses us more and more. Yes, when we accept Christ, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And all our sin is passed away and we no longer have to sin again because we are righteous in Jesus that life is in us the Father Son and Holy Ghost came to live inside us we need to draw on that we need to let him out of us I always say God ooze out of me I want to make a difference 
I want people's lives changed. And I remember one time Gary Carpenter was here and he spoke over Rex and I and he said, even in Walmarts, people are going to come out of wheelchairs. People are going to be changed. And I believe that. And that's been my heart's cry, my desire. And I know that it will be in my life. I have already seen in my lifetime where people have been healed, where kids have returned home. There was a woman that she had a goiter and it instantly fell off of her when I prayed for her. But why did it come? Intimacy. 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 It only comes by you going before the Father in your own home, wherever you're at, to spend time with Him, to read the Word, to pray to worship him. I'll even tell this on me. Back when I even first got saved back there in 1975, in that first year, I had four TVs blow up in my house. <laughs> Quit working. <laughs> because <laughs> I go, okay, God. <laughs> but I was already in the Word, but I thought, He don't want me watching TV. And I'm not saying you can't watch TV, but I'm just saying that was a manifestation in my life to get me on the path that I needed to be on, to pray and to intercede. And, and that's what I did. I read the Word. I hungered for God. I read the Word. I prayed. And it was... Um, a couple years later, well, no, it was a year later that my second daughter was born. And that's when I got filled with the Holy Spirit. Because somebody come and took me to a church that they believed that, well, Vicki Jamison Peterson was there ministering at the church. And I had went to the service and I got prayer to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I didn't start praying in tongues that night, but I got the joy of the Lord. I sure was joyful. I sure was happy. And <laughs> God is good. <laughs> but the very next day, I was home, sitting on my couch. I put my two little girls down to take a nap. And I sat on the couch and I said, okay, God, here we go. I said, I've heard about this Holy Ghost. I've heard about praying in tongues. And I said, they prayed for me. To pray in tongues, I said, I got lots of joy and I'm happy. <laughs> but God, I want, I want, I want, I want all that you have for me. I want everything you have for me. I surrender all to you. And so what, whatever this is about the Holy Ghost, I surrender all. I just yield myself to you because I want everything that you have for me. And so my tongue started feeling funny. I started feeling funny, but I yielded. It was like making baby sounds, you know. But I kept yielding, and I happened to look at the clock. And when I started it yielding to the Lord like that and praying that out, 45 minutes later, I was fluently flowing in tongues of the Spirit. 
And then after that, I prayed in tongues every day. I read my Bible every day. When I was cooking, cleaning, taking care of the kids, whatever I was doing, I was worshiping God. I was reading the Word. I'd stay up at night reading the Word. I'd get up in the middle of the night and read the Word and pray and talk to God, spend time with Him. And people, that's where it's at. That's where we get the direction. It's from being intimate. That's why He said in this prophecy, come away with me. Come away because he wants to lead us, guide us, direct us. He wants us to get the flesh out of the way and let the spirit have its way. Get the mind out of the way. We have to renew the mind to the word of God. It says renew your mind to the word because that's how then the change comes. Yes, our spirit man's born again, but we've got to train our minds to go with the word of God. And we got to say what the word of God says. That's, that's the final authority. That's the only authority is what the word says. I don't care what any doctor says. I don't care what any financial report says. I don't care. This is what I care about what it says. God meets all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. I remember when my son was 11 months old, diagnosed with double pneumonia and an incurable blood disease. The doctor said he's not leaving this hospital alive. He's going to die. And in my heart, in my heart, people, I said... That's a lie because Dr. Jesus is the master physician and my son will live and not die. I walked back into the hospital room where my son was at and I went right over to him. I put my hands on him and I said, listen to me, Lauren Christopher Michael Stouffer, you will live and not die. You will live and not die. You are healed, you're whole. You're not going out of this hospital in a box. I said, you are going out of this hospital healed and whole. Five days later, he left that hospital healed and whole and is alive today, has served in the military, was in Afghanistan, is a firefighter, and loves the Lord. He's healed. He's whole. And he's doing what he needs to do. But if I had sided with the doctor's report, listen, people, I'm telling you, and I know there are people that have died. I know I've had family members pass away. I've had small children in my family relatives that has passed away. And we, belie- we did believe God. And I don't know why they went on to heaven, but they went on to heaven. But I don't care. The word of God is true. And we have to say it. We can't be double-minded. We can't go back and forth. It's got to be one way. We can't say one day, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. And then the next day say, oh, I'm not feeling so good today. No, we get up out of bed and we say, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. We combat in the word. Even if we have to lay in bed, because I've had, I've had physical issues over the year. But I have said, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. I listened to healing scriptures over and over again. I kept speaking what God said. And sometimes it took a couple years to get the manifestation of the healing to come forth. But I'm here. I'm here. It's because of God's word. It's because of being intimate with him. It's because 
I want to be in his presence. That's like even when we go in prayer lines at a time and receive prayer and sometimes go out in the power of God, I choose to stay. I say, Daddy. See, that, that's kind of relationship I have with him. He's my Papa Daddy God. And that's not disrespectful to him. He loves it. Because he's our father. We're his children. He cares about us. He cares about every area of our life. But it's up to us to say, okay, God, I'll linger in your presence. I don't care what else is going on around about me. They can preach the word. They can do what they need to do. I'm going to stay in the presence of my Lord. And so he speaks to me, he leads me, he guides me, directs me. There's times when I say he speaks to me, it's just on the inside. Words come. Sometimes pictures come. Sometimes visions come. God's used me in all different ways. But I hunger and thirst for him. I hunger and thirst for him. Intimate. I come away with him at home. I come away with him at church. I come away with him on the worship team. My heart's cry for everyone in here. When we're worshiping God, oh, get in that secret place. Because Psalms 91 says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. I'm not going to trust in anybody else. I have to trust in God. So we don't, yes, praise God for doctors. I remember Brother Hagin saying, thank God for doctors because you're here today because the doctor helped you until you can be where you need to be in the word of God and in believing and receiving your healing. So you don't throw out the baby with the bash, wa, wash water. <laughs> I'll get it out. <laughs> you know? So, yes, I believe in medical doctors, but Dr. Jesus is the master physician. God's the one that gave doctors the knowledge. I don't know why God's got me going this way, but hey, whoever needs it, hey, Dr. Jesus, he is the master physician. God's the one that gave all these doctors, all these nurses, all these people the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding how to help you and get you healed. How to help you live a long life. I'll never forget when my dad was going to have his third open heart operation. He had the aorta valve replaced three times. He died and went to heaven on the second surgery when I was in sixth grade. And, but he, that's a whole nother story. But he got to live a lot. He lived till he was 80-something. And he had his first surgery when he was 30, 29. He had the problem. And then so that sur second surgery would have been at 32. He lived to be 80 years old before he went to be with the Lord. But anyhow, I w went before God at my dad's third surgery. And my baby brother was a senior in high school. And it was March. And dad said, well, you know, I'm ready. I asked God to let me live long enough to raise my kids. You all are raised. And I go, wait a minute, dad. <laughs> Here, here's Marsha who speaks up. 
<laughs> I said, wait a minute, Dad. I said, that's the knowledge you had at that time about God. You ask him. And I said, and Monty is just uh, in his senior year. It's March. He's not all the way raised. He hasn't graduated from high school. So it, it's not time yet. Nope, nope, nope. We're not going to have that. So anyhow, I'm at the altar at church, and I'm worshiping God, and I'm praying. And I'm praying about my dad's surgery. And I said, God, we want our dad to live longer. He's influenced a lot of people's lives. So, God, we need him to stay longer. And I'm sharing this so you get the master physician. I saw when I was at the altar, I saw the operating room. I saw the doctors, the nurses. I saw my dad on the table. I saw all the equipment and everything. And then I saw angels all around in that room. And there was, but there was no angel at my dad's head. So this is our relationship with God. Just be open and honest. I said, God, that's wonderful. All the angels are there. But I said, there's still an open spot right there at my dad's head. We can't have no openings for the enemy to get in at all. I said, we just can't have that. And that's when I saw the most glorified being. It was just bright, bright light. I saw it descending down. And it, he came and rested at my dad's head, stood right there. And he said, I am the master physician, and I will be performing this surgery through these doctors Praise and nurses. So see, God is the master physician. God wants us well. God wants us healed. But we need to have intimacy with God. See, God does hear our hearts cry. My dad was on his way to heaven. They already told my mom he was gone. Uh-uh. My daddy goes, no, I can't come now. I can't come now. I can't leave my wife with five little children to raise. He said, I can't leave her. Let me live long enough to raise my kids. Well, he lived way past that. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Because we got more knowledge. We got in the word of God. We found out that God wanted us to live long, to be strong, to do what he wanted us to do. And so that's what we do. We can, we're all around here believing to be 120. At least, I mean, God promised us. I mean, I have that right in the front of my Bible, Genesis 6-3, under my name, that I'm going to live 120 years should Jesus tarry. Hey, that's how it is. I mean, put it out there how you want it to be. You know, that's what God wants, us to say it how, I remember him telling Rex one time, say it how you want it. We was in a situation and needed prayer. And God said, say it how you want it to be. And he said how he wanted it to be. And that's how it was. According to the word of God. But that's it. It's going in the word. It's being intimate with God. It's spending that time. It's hungering and thirsting after him. And going into him. Because in this prophecy goes on to say, 
the third paragraph down, seek me, find opportunity, find excuse to steal away and sit with me and pray. So much depends on you. I can't reach who Mavis can reach. I can't. I can't reach who Dahlia can reach. Only they can reach who God has for them to reach. I reach who God wants me to reach. You reach who God wants you to reach. But you're not going to get to reach him unless you spend that time in intimacy with him and hearing him and knowing where to go, when to go, what to do. I remember one time I was driving down the road. This is when I lived on the East Coast, and I'm driving down um, one of the roads, and I heard the Holy Spirit say, turn down the next road. Well, I didn't turn down the next road. I went on by, and the Holy Spirit said, I said, turn on that next road, and you went by. So I turned around. I went down the road. So I turned down the road. I said, okay, where do you want me to go? I'll just let me know. I, there was a yard sale. God said, stop at that yard sale. So I go up at this yard sale, and I'm looking there, and the lady's there, and I said, really, I'm not here to buy anything. I'm just going to tell you. I said, I, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you. I'm driving down the road, and this voice inside me says, turn down that road, stop at that yard sale. So here I am. What do you need? What's going on? The lady starts crying. She's weeping, crying. She goes, this isn't even my yard sale. I live behind. The neighbor had to go away. But I just called out to God this morning and said, if you're real, show me you're real. Show me you're real. Hey, that's why we got to be intimate with God. We have to be intimate so we can hear that still small voice in us, obey that voice. I led that lady to the Lord that day, you know, just because I was listening and I obeyed. Yeah, I did go by, but, you know, I turned around. I went back because I go, okay, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. See, that's what we got to do because, you know, you think, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, go turn down this road. Yeah, stop at this yard sale. You just do it. You got to go with God. And it comes because you spend time with him. You seek him because so much does depend on you. That woman's salvation came that day because I heard and obeyed. See, it's one thing to hear, but then there's the next step. We have to obey. We have to obey God. That's why we need to spend the time, hunger and thirst after righteousness, hunger and thirst for God. Because we, it's farther down in that paragraph, about three sentences down, it says, for I have birthed you for this reason. God birthed us for this, to be able to hear his voice, to know his voice and to follow the Spirit of the Lord and do what it says. I don't care how long it takes. I had to stand, my second daughter, when she was born, she was born with all kinds of other things. So I had Cressy, Amy, Melody, and Christopher. He was the last one. I told you his testimony. Amy Lynn, that's when I learned about healing. 
because she was born with all kinds of problems, respiratory problems and allergic to this, allergic to that. And I mean, I had her to the emergency room three times before she was a year old where she almost died. And, and she's the one, she was born March 11th and I got filled with the spirit March 31st. But it had got born again the year before. And I stood on the word of God. I saw in the word supernaturally somehow a healing book I found in my house I searched everywhere I talked with everybody how did this healing book get here and it was Kenneth E. Hagen I didn't know about Kenneth E. Hagen but I read that book I applied it and my daughter at 13 months old then I mean it took all that time but I read the word, kept speaking the scripture. I'd hold her in my arms when she was convulsion and all this going on and high fevers. And at that time, I had to write out scriptures on like index cards. And I would read them. Isaiah 53, 4 and 5, Matthew 8, 17, 1 Peter 2, 24, that by the stripes of Jesus were healed. And I'd say, Amy Lynn, you line up, body line up to the word of God. By the stripes of Jesus, you're healed. I did that time and time and time again, every time, even on the way to the hospital, even while she was there. You know, I just kept saying, by the stripes of Jesus, she's healed. I don't care what doctors are saying. I don't care how her body's reacting. No. See, God's brought me back to healing. Whoever it is, maybe somebody out there, stand upon the word of God. And who cares how long it takes? Who cares even if it takes years? You say what the word of God says. Say the word. Say the word. Find out what it says and say it. And don't say anything else. And, I, and here, I'll go along with this to teach you a little something. Because this is how God even taught me about Amy getting her healing. I had church people and family, of course, that would call, how's Amy Lynn doing, you know? What did the doctor say today? And I'm going, God, what do I do? I don't want to say anything but by the stripes of Jesus, she's healed. They all think I'm nuts. They think I'm crazy. I mean, and some of them even told me that. They go, Marsha, you went off the deep end. <laughs> Praise God, my daughter is, teaches in a Christian school. She works with... Uh, handicapped children and she's alive today because I said no by the stripes of Jesus she's healed and 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 fought that with the word of God so that's what you got to do doesn't matter how long it takes God's word is true so anyhow he instructed me he goes well go ahead and tell him what the doctor said but he said but According to the word of God, by the stripes of Jesus, she's healed. So I don't care what any doctor's report is. You wanted to know it, but here's Dr. Jesus' report. By the stripes of Jesus, she is healed. She's whole. And that settles it. And that's it. There, there, no more. I mean, that's it. And praise God, she's alive today Hallelujah. because of, I wouldn't vary. I wouldn't waver. You know, one time I was doing a street ministry, and when I first took it over, the people that had it before us, well, they played one, they made up cassette back then, cassette tapes. And um, I think this is falling down, but that's okay. <laughs> but they made up cassette tapes, one worldly song, one Christian song, one worldly song, one Christian song. They go, well, we want to reach these young people. So 
one day I'm praying and God speaks and says, uh, that's got to go. You're planting a seed, ripping it out. 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 So what are we doing? Are we planting a seed and then ripping it out? Are we planting a seed and ripping it out? Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. We can't do that no more. We got to say what the word says, and God will show you what to say. Just like I was a young Christian there, and he showed me about healing for Amy and said, go ahead and tell him, but, 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 by the stripes of Jesus, she's healed, she's whole. So people go into God. You can have all of God you want. It's all up to you. It's all up to you. It's up to you. It's up to you. It's up to you. And I don't care. I tell the devil every day. Devil. Homer is going to see out of his eyes. He does see well in the spirit. But he's going to see in the natural. I don't care. We have to war for one another. Stand for one another. Say what the word of God says. Say what God says. And let me leave you with this because my time's up. I got to go. But we got to side in with God's word. We got to say. And when God, God showed me this years ago about being an intercessor in a prayer. He said, I show you. I let you see things in people's lives where they need to surrender that area to me. And he said, it's not for you to go talk to somebody else about it and say, mm, let's, did you know that? Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, we take it and we go to the Father and we say, Father, help them, deliver them, lead them to the right scriptures. They're going to lick go into you God and be delivered and be set free God shows us things not to gossip but to pray and intercede like Paul said I pray till Christ be formed in you I pray till Christ be formed in you and I gotta quit love (laughs) y'all oh I do want to give you this because I printed these out this is, I learned from Kenneth Hagin about the love. It's staying in love. And so there's sheets back there. There's three on a page. And they're back on the table. Pick them up and take them. I cut them out. And this is how I learned to walk in the love of God. I taped this all throughout my house and spoke the word. So they're there for you to take. 1 Corinthians 13 and Psalms 119, 165. Great is thy peace that walk in his laws and nothing offends him.